Marketing Made Easy, the podcast on this episode. And it's called Fresh Eyes. And essentially, it's just like coming to your house, like walking towards your house with a new set of eyes as if it's the first time you visited it. Like when you have someone round and you suddenly think, oh, it's a shit hole. Now, here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary here, and I have with me the lovely Anita Baldwin. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really well, thank you very much. Uh, it's Friday afternoon. This is the last thing we're doing. That's a lie, because I'm actually going to be power watching this um, programme that we bought to learn more stuff this weekend. So it's not me actually too, yeah. the end of the weekend for us. Which is great, but at the start of every video, I'm working through it, I'm on about the 10th, and at the start of every video, there's like a ditty song, which is already getting in my head and really driving me mad so feel free can... to reach out to us if you feel that way about our marketing made easy <laughs> jingle do, 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 you have to do, listen do, do, to go, kind of think. <laughs> not like that <laughs> yeah it is like when i listen to it, I'm like, oh god bought it on but um today we um interviewed a lovely lovely lady called patricia Lo- uh, lohan she is all about the i always feel like i'm saying this wrong feng shui because it's you've, it says like feng shui, but you say it feng shui, I think. That's how she said it anyway, feng shui. Um, and all about feng shui in your your office and your workspace, but also your life you went into, didn't you? It was not just about um, your workspace, but everything. Because I always had this idea that there was all these rules around it, like don't sit with facing a wall or... You said one about don't have a bin near you or something, didn't you? You thought there was... Or a bin by the door, I think, because then it's basically stuff or i don't know i can't remember yeah anyway lots of people have these like she spoke about frogs how some people feel about certain money frogs or something didn't she um and she kind of quashed a few of those myths which was cool for us so as we always say let's get into it if you're enjoying marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate review and subscribe do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself um, and how you bring value to the world? That'd be great for us. Yeah, sure. So um, my name is Patricia. I'm based here in um, currently the Dublin Mountains, um, but I usually live in Greece or in Bali. So it's a bit unusual for me to be here in a jumper. Um, but I am a feng shui consultant and I help women turn their homes into magnets to for money, luck and blessings using the ancient practice of feng shui. So um, I like to think that and, and I do I see it as um just a resource that we haven't tapped into to really um, create an environment that is supportive of what it is that we want. Um, Especially since we're working from home so much more, like, you know, in most online businesses, you know, we're working from home anyways, but um, it's just even just been a bigger shift for people now, just creating this environment that supports them as opposed to, um, could be actually holding them back from calling in what it is they want. It's really, it is a really interesting subject, isn't it? And it has been interesting to see people as we've had been forced into lockdown and forced to work from home. I mean, Anita and I, as, as you say, we were already on an online business anyway. So we were already in this world and working like this. And when mm-hmm. everybody else got like dragged into the Zoom world, it was really funny to see like, yeah. there was even like a photographer that we know that um, she had a really good idea actually, which was um, she would help people look their best on camera on Zoom because of course people were having like lights behind them or, you know, not just not set up in, in the right way. And they, because they'd never really used it before, they weren't too sure why things didn't look how they, thought that they would they want should. them to look yeah. so, how, so how like if somebody's listening to this and they're like 
How would you know if you're getting it wrong? People come to me when they've hit some kind of plateau in their lives. Um, so whether it's with their career or their business or their bank account or their relationship, like there's just something that's not flowing for them in their lives. And they're like, I've tried everything. I've been doing the personal development. I've been clearing the blocks. I've been, you know, doing the mindset. I have a coach. I've done the courses. Um, and I'm still not really getting the results that I want to see or that I know I'm able to re receive and get. Um, so essentially for me, you know, feng shui is, um, can often be said, it's tagged as like, oh, it's this woo-woo thing. And I'm like, yeah, but every Whole Foods across America is feng shui And um, Disney feng shui their uh, businesses, so do Bank of America and um, all the Hyundai cars. So we're like, okay, well, if these businesses are using feng shui, there must be something to it. It's just that they're not running around going, oh, here I feng shui my place, you know? Um, yeah. So there's a lot more to the practice. And that's obvious, that's mostly where um, it's, um, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions and people think it's about the placement of your couch or where your bed is. And that is like one minuscule part. Most of the time for me, it's just about actually making sure that your house is supportive for money and abundance and that things are going your way in life. And if they're not going the way you want or you want them to go better, um, they hire me. <laughs> and then we do that. We just um, basically accelerate your growth. So to make like obviously a massive topic really simple, what are those things that people are getting wrong? Feng shui is actually um, acupuncture for your home. So um, if you just think about the concept of, acu of acupuncture, um, you know, the person may be eating the wrong food or they may be, but their energy is off. Like there's something going on in their energy body. And that's what we're looking at um, when it comes to feng shui. Now there's some core things like that I can talk about today in terms of like setup of your office. That is not going to be the most optimum. But when people come to me, we're really working on the energy of the house, like the actual invisible energy so it's not even visible um but there's the visible things that can actually be impacting your energy so for example in your office or your workspace you know if you sit with your back to the door you're automatically putting yourself in a more vulnerable position um where you are activating that fight or flight response and sitting in a place where you the energy is coming in behind you and creating overwhelm you can't see what's coming at you you can feel more stressed um and I've seen this time and time again. Like, so it's just like, you just kind of go, okay, I'll just take, and you know, we were just talking about people get, taking an office space and getting more set up with the workspace recently, like in their homes. So they're like just taking this, I'll just take this little corner of this room. And you're like, hang on a minute. Are you like the CEO of your business? Like I literally just had a, a call with one of my clients the other day and she has this magnificent home, like absolutely amazing home. We feng shui, she's an interior designer, um, it's beautiful and we do the feng shui, uh, even if it's interior design, there's still energy off. But we got up to one of the spare rooms where our husband is working, who's the main breadwinner, and he literally is in the world. I was just like, you know what, there's loads that you've done, she's done everything I recommended. And I'm like, except your husband is in the worst situation ever. We need to sort it out. She's like, I totally agree, you know, and he's being really overwhelmed, really stressed, not going his way in his business, in his work um, since since he's gone in that space. And I'm like, it's kind of oftentimes some of the setup things can be just unconscious. Do you know what? I completely agree with that because we've got our, our home, got we had a massive lounge and we didn't have an office. We had a playroom and I didn't want to take the playroom away from the kids, but I did want some space to work when I first went self-employed. And I was, uh, well, we put a wall up in the um, lounge so that we could make a separate study but while we were doing that I was just in a, a crappy little corner of the playroom stuff piled everywhere but in my mind I just knew if I was going to be serious about my job I wanted a dedicated workspace that was like you know I'm a serious person doing a serious job with a 
proper space and I just kind of knew I wanted that and as soon as we got it all finished it's been lovely I love having everything all set up and this is just my workspace no one comes and takes my stuff like the cellar tape I don't mind but you know my work stuff stays here in the place that I left and it makes a massive difference I think like absolutely huge and you know one of the things I absolutely love this because you're literally saying one of the things when I get on to call people as I say like you have to create it and if you are working from the kitchen table that's okay but you need to create some boundaries with that working at the kitchen table like you need to make sure that when you are taking everything off it when you're finished your day's work you've taken everything off from work you have a special folder or cupboard you know we work like when we were in Greece last year we had like a one bedroom apartment you know I mostly worked outside or in cafes but if I was working at the kitchen we had a special drawer that all our work stuff went to you know it was like this clear set of boundaries so you're not being distracted you know so you're not fully being like distracted and then and in the evening time setting up the table whether it's putting out flowers or putting out like new fresh placemats that you change the energy if you are working from one of those places so yeah it's a huge thing when we um start to like get serious about our workspace you know and start to really take responsibility because then it's like we're just saying to the universe I'm serious about this like the same goes for you know Anita if someone was to come a client was to come to be that may not ever happen but if a client came you'd be like oh yeah here's my office come on in no you want to treat it like that like you're the ceo of your business um and you have to really make that an important focus point and when i'm working with clients or people say like where do i start like you know if you're working from home i'm like your office because you're probably there eight hours a day you know all of your Mm -hmm. energy all your money has been generated there your creativity you know your calls um you need to be you need to walk in and be like oh like i'm so happy to be here um and not have the you know the suitcases the kids toys the exercise equipment your husband's books all in the book case like i've seen so many instances and i love what you're saying about like everything is like for you and your your space which is great and you know right now I know there's like kids working from home and if they happen to have a desk in your office it's not the end of the world because we know that's not permanent but you working from home maybe mm. I think also it kind of says what you think about your job doesn't it because uh, my husband has his own business which he's had for like 15 odd years but he um as long as I've known him has never had a dedicated workspace he sits either at the kitchen table or he sits in the lounge or he it's not he never uses a pen and paper so he only uses a laptop so he kind of moves it around with him but I know he doesn't love his business it's not you know if, if we won a load of money tomorrow he would stop doing that in a heartbeat whereas I probably would carry on doing what I do so I think it's also indicative of how you feel that you want that workspace that's dedicated to your business because you love it and it's important to you versus your just sit anywhere because it's just not that important to you yeah and and it really just says that and honestly if we if we were just if you're like okay we're gonna get you to your husband like we're gonna get you a new office chair and we're gonna get you a space that you're gonna kind of dedicate um that would be you know you it would be interesting to see the shifts so mm. i've seen this like and, and like oh my god i remember working with a client years ago and we went to her physical office and um, space and she was she hired me and her husband was, he, she was the CEO and he was the COO. And I swear to God, it was like they worked in two different businesses. Like, uh, honestly, I was like talking to two people who were running completely different businesses because he was like, la la la, how you doing? It's going great. And like, she seemed like an optimistic person as well. But honestly, I just like, I, she was drawn and stressed out. I'm like, so does everything come in at you? Do you feel completely overwhelmed? Do you, you just never know what's going to come at you. You can't see where you're going to totally start that. She burst out crying. She's like, how did you know? 
How did you know? Oh. It was just like, it's because you're sitting in the most vulnerable place. Your desk is up against the wall. It looks like you're going nowhere. You're everybody who comes into this office. The first person that they see is you. No, that should not be the case. You know, you should be the last point of call. Like, you know, if you just think about like a bank, the bank manager doesn't sit at the front desk. He's like <laughs> the furthest way point the place, you know. You have to um, get through like so many You layers. have to get through. So where was her husband sitting? He was sitting in the furthest corner of the office with the wall behind him, could see everything. And he was like this. Like, <laughs> he was like literally like a king watching the whole yeah. thing. He was like, oh. <laughs> like, so it's just, it's so fascinating when we like start to become, and I think this is a big part of my work is really getting people aware of your physical environment, like aware that is impacting your energy. It's impacting what you're creating. Um, and like on the deeper la layers, it can be literally like sabotaging your bank account, which is like beyond like that's that's kind of like next level. But on just the actual physical place where you walk through your house and you start to see what you have in your space, does it does it make you feel good? You know, what does it remind you of? If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Hello, Anita here, and I am interrupting our own podcast just to read out one of our awesome um, reviews because they make us very happy. Um, so this one says, Anna and Anita present a relatable and realistic look at social media for your business. Fab guests and interesting stories. Listening to this will give you the latest insights without all the jargon that could overwhelm you elsewhere. Matter of fact and down to earth. And that's Crazy Dancing Girl. So thank you very much. Feel free to leave us a review. We do read them all and um, they make us happy. Thank you. You know, I don't even profess to being perfect at this. Like literally this morning, I was just thinking about this yoga mat that I have. Um, downstairs and I was like why have I hold on to that yoga mat you know it's just got like literally a lot of baggage <laughs> attached to it like you know you're doing yoga you're just like clearing and sweat and all this stuff like I'm like that I was like that has got to go I, I need to upgrade my mat you know but it's like some yeah. of the things can be associated with stuff that can like really impact our emotions our energy and what we're calling it so how did you get into this obviously it's been around a long time but it's not I wouldn't say it was mainstream yet. Um, so how did you start doing this? Um, so I actually got my first books about feng shui when I was 15. Um, so I've just always been fascinated. We moved house um, a lot of times growing up. Uh, and um, when I got that book about feng shui, I don't know, something kind of clicked inside of me. It just like felt so right. And I remember setting up my bedroom, you know, setting, just doing all these little things around my room. Like my parents are not like into this at all. It was not like their kind of thing. So I was definitely, and still I'm kind of the black sheep in the family anyways, you know, but that doesn't mean my mom, my mom rang me like at the, um, when the, the Chinese New Year changed, and I'd gone up down to her house and changed everything around and uh, just updated for the Chinese New Year. And um, she's just like, oh my God, since you changed, everything I've just got so much money coming in more money more money and I was just like there you go this is why I do what I do so um I got into it then and then I kind of like always touched on it and um, but then when I um, came back from India I moved to Dublin and I'm actually from the west of Ireland so I moved to Dublin and I got a new apartment and I was like that's it I'm ready to call in love I'm going to feng shui my place for love and I just set up my house I set up my apartment at the time for love I rejigged everything in my bedroom you know the other place I, I tell people to look at is their bedroom because it's the other place you spend eight hours a day like the rest of the time you could be on the couch you could be in the kitchen you could be right but those like your office and your bedroom are important so I set it all up for love and I was like 
I'm determined, this is it. And I'm, I actually met my now husband um, like very soon afterwards. And when I came to visit, this, is, this was the house he had built. When I came to visit this house, I was going like, he's feng shui this place. I just kind of knew. So he had been deliberately or accidentally? Yeah. He had actually been um, into feng shui in his 20s when he kind of went through oh. his own personal development thing. And he, he for his, his perspective was like, you know, if, you're in, if your external world is a mess, like, of course, your internal world is going to be a mirror of it. And he'd been doing all of this, like, counseling and work on himself. And he was just like, I need to sort my house. So he was doing the house um, on, like, the basic level as well. So we both kind of, like, had this, like, interest in it. So I like wasn't a feng shui teacher then i was just into it i had a, my own practice working with clients like doing healing and yoga and lots of holistic therapies and it was really it was busy like i didn't have any i wasn't looking for a new business or a new career and <laughs> it found me so we started doing the feng shui in our house and both of us then decided i moved in here and we both decided to just like train we were but i was like i'm gonna go do this more i'm gonna dive in i want to see like i've just found love like this is made brilliant let's do it and he was like me too so completely unexpected, we both headed down to do it together. And when we trained, um, two things were really big. One was um, Ken had, had serious financial difficulty the year before. His house, his um, the business he'd been or the company he'd been working for hadn't paid him for like six months. Um, and the master said to us, "Did you have financial difficulties last year?" And we were like, "How did you know? How how did you know?" And he was like, "Oh, it probably all got fixed in March." like and he did nothing about us he just looked at our house energies and we were going oh man that is like really spooky so when we came back we put all of our um did everything that i teach now my clients to do and um we had a six-figure windfall like wow and we're like whoa what the hell is this stuff so it just like that then like more people started asking us and then we decided to move to bali um so we moved to bali and then i was like <laughs> like you do the other side of the world i love how you throw that in so casually and we went to the honeymoon and we just decided to kind of stay like it just kind of happened that we were wow. Um, and we started teaching um the feng shui while we were there and it just started and unfolded so amazingly and you know what i what i noticed was you know i i'm like a little bit of a i don't know a disruptor in in the industry because um most of the time like it's like you think oh it has to be an in-person consult you have to see the house you have to do this and um we built um like amazing software and use technology so we're talking about like we were all working from home online like i'm like we've been functioning online for like years now so we've been able to do and create um a process that really supports our clients at the longer term with the implementation and that's often where there was a disconnect when we Used to just do like consults here in Ireland. You'd go to a house. Here's what you have to do, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I will." And then it's like, yeah. Yeah, then yeah, life happens. Yeah, and then life happens. Whereas the way that we've um, created it is just like this creates the support, so they're implementing, and then their results have been like even better than ours. Like their like my clients' results have gone from having a two hundred thousand year to a million dollar year. From clients who have like ten x their businesses, clients who have like got on like one Tanya had 14 TV appearances one year like or one when she every time she did something in feng shui like so for me I'm just like oh wow it's been good for us but like seriously because it, it creates this ripple of like you know we know when you're already doing the work in your business 
that you've laid a lot of the seeds on, on the foundations in place. And it's like you're just waiting for something to kind of go to the next level or for that tipping point. And that's what I see happens. It's like clients kind of take this like quantum leap. If they're on board with you longer term, uh, it's like you and the, the yoga mat. You feel yeah. you forget that you've got to grade this stuff and you've got to reconnect and do this stuff over and over again. You can't just do it yeah. once because then obviously if you just did it once, then te in five, ten years time, then that's not going to be yeah. how you want it to be. We evolve and we change. And we, mm. as we are growing and changing, so is ours. So that, and that's actually where, for me, the real penny dropped around it was that like, you know, I was doing all of this personal development like I was like oh, I'm doing this and this and this and this and this and like raising my own energy getting clearer myself on what I wanted doing the work but the thing that wasn't changing was my house you know so my yeah. house was staying here and I wasn't like I, and I was kind of going up here going come on come on come on come on so when I started working with the house that's kind of what I see it's just this like amazing like quantum shift that just like triggers a new new you're way. making me want to go and move house now I've never told anyone to move house. That's a really important thing because oh, okay. um, and make sure where, where you are is right first, I guess. Exactly. And even yeah. clients who are like wanting to move house, like I've had clients who are like, I'm going to sell the house. And I'm like, okay. And then we feng shui it. And then they're like, oh no, we like it now. <laughs> so because the energy just shifts to support them more, they're like, oh, actually, no, we'll, we'll, we're going to stay. So it's, and, and then I've had clients who we sell their house, like they, they feng shui where they are and then we sell it and move to the next house um, and feng shui that. And that's also like an amazing journey because when they <clears throat> do decide to sell, their energy is really high. So they kind of call in a really positive, usually a really positive feng shui house. Like, you know, it's kind of like there's, you know, and when we're looking at houses, there's so many different, you know, varieties and different types of houses. And, you know, look, whereas there could be some that would be a bit better than others. We can mitigate like 99% of things though, and do something alternative or you know, that's my kind of thing. I'm super practical. Like how can we make this as easy as possible? Always. So I know you said a lot of it is about energy, working with people individually and things like that. But what are some like easy, quick wins our listeners could kind of look around their own environment and go, actually, this could be better or I should think about this? Yeah, for sure. So the very first thing, and um, this is just something that I actually, someone else, I was doing a course and I, I they were doing it on a totally different um, topic and it's called Fresh Eyes. And essentially it's just like, you know, Oh, coming to your house, like walking towards your house with a new set of eyes as if it's the first time you visited it. Like when you have someone round and you suddenly think, oh, it's a shithole. <laughs> I should have cleaned that. I visited a house the other day. Um, I was dropping something off and I was at the door just ringing the doorbell and I just looked and I was like, oh, like they have not seen this because they're coming in the back door and they haven't seen like that. It was just like the plants were dead and this wasn't where the doorbell wasn't working like there was things that they that you just didn't they weren't seeing that mm. for me um that's really important is this like when we come in like how we feel and what are we seeing you know so if there's like weeds or the gate isn't working or or, or broken or even if you come into your house and you're like oh my god all those shoes there that's my bugbear I can't bear shoes in the hall. Is there like a container that they can go in? Is there a rack that they go? So just because you have to think about like your energy and how things are impacting you in your environment as you move through it. Um, and that's like, 
that can really shift things for you. Like I remember working with a lady and I'm looking at her office and her office was like the best feng shui. Like literally it was like really like beautiful, elegant furniture. It was so stunning. And I kind of was like, I don't know what I'm going to say to her. I I was kind of like, (laughs) say and then I'm there, I was like there's always something like there's always yeah. we defined so we look over on the wall and there's this big picture of like a winter scene but it's not just winter it's like snow and cold and the trees are all bare and I was like mm, yeah so winter like tell me about this picture because you know winter is definitely not the season that we want to be in our business like we want to be in summer we want to be in harvest you know we want to be in like bright and vibrant like we definitely don't want to be in hibernation like that good vibe for the office so that was one part and then so if you're listening you're like oh like because i remember seeing this before and someone's like oh i have a snow scene in my house i was like that's okay but it's more about like what's it make make you then i said well tell me about the picture she goes well it was my ex-husband's and i was like oh man get rid of it (laughs) it actually represents something that's not working at that didn't work out you know so how like and the thing is, all of these things, like everything has its own energetic frequency and vibration. And it's saying something to you subconsciously, um, whether it's something you bought that's like really cheap and crap and you're just having it there for the sake of it. Or you're like, oh, my God, I love that. You know, I prefer having like bare walls than having stuff on walls that don't like resonate. So, for example, in our front hall, um, you walk into our front hall, it happens to be a prosperity area. And there's like the perfect place for a painting. Like it's the perfect place. And I've just left it kind of bare because I was like, I don't know what I want to put there. And I've just been saying like the perfect piece is going to come. And I, I like a, a lady reached out to work with me and she's an artist. And I looked up her art and I, and she, and I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I want. And it's like this amazing connection. So, and I, I know that it'll just make me feel really good when I come in. Yeah. So it's like, we have to just really give ourselves permission to first of all, let go of the things that are not quite serving us. And, you know, people, I, I'm not like, oh, function about decluttering. It's more about going to the plate, the areas that are, the energy can be more stuck back to that kind of acupuncture analogy, you know, where stagnant energy is stagnancy then creates dis-ease disharmony and that's where we want to kind of tackle in the spaces like you know it's not about like yesterday's clothes on the bed or you know the kids toys in the kid playroom like oh my god it's annoying I'm like yeah but they're kids they're going to be moved around the energy is not going to be like stagnant it's more about the cupboard or the paperwork file that has been there that has like divorce papers or a a lawsuit that you don't didn't want or stuff that was like drama or not happy times we don't want that in our space so it's about you know the areas of your house where you walk past them and just never look at them because you know they look crap and you haven't got time to deal with it versus something when you do something new and you put great stuff in it and you just want to sit near it and look at it it's kind of those two feelings I'd like to uh, know how you like what's this you live some of the year in Bali some in Greece you're in Dublin at the moment is it because of lockdown that you're in Dublin right now then and what's your normal way of um, living and why so our, our normal way is we um are in bali for a couple of months a year and in greece for a couple of months a year um and then we may be in the states for the rest of it so it just that's kind of like our normal time last year we got most of that except america so we were in um Ireland at the beginning of the year then I was in thailand then I, we were in bali for a few months and then greece and we just came back to ireland for Ken's my my husband's or my mother-in-law's 80th birthday and then we're like oh we'll, we'll stay for Christmas because that was November we'll stay for Christmas and that was 
a few months ago. <laughs> so, because Greece actually locked down, we left Greece like the day um, it was locking down, um, and um, so was Bali. So it, it's been, you know what? What's been really nice is that we spent a lot of um, and did a whole upgrade of our house here in Ireland last year um, before we left, and we didn't really spend much time in it. So now we're here, we're like, oh, this is nice. Like, yeah. like we've actually we get to use it and, and enjoy it. Um, and it's just a choice thing. Like I just whether it's like following the sun and you know environments impact. Like I'm definitely. Um, more sensitive to different environments so this is by the mountains and i love it but i just love being by the sea in greece and then in bali we're in the jungle so it's like i, I think i'm trying to get like all the different parts of nature a yeah. season by them it's a um, definitely for me when the kids are older that's what i imagine doing is like going places for like a month two months at a time you know are just different from leicester it's like honestly when we started um i couldn't believe it there's so many like digital hubs and digital marketers like people online who are just all over the world and there's great communities like in Bali there was an amazing and there's even a way way bigger community than there was when we first got there and started doing this but it's amazing you know really really is amazing and um I don't think people kind of look at it as weird anymore like to, to do it it's like you know just put it out there this is where I want to go and it'll just work yeah so your husband has got a business as well that he can do wherever obviously so Ken works with me now in the business oh. yeah so the business has grown like exponentially um we we started like when we developed the program the first time I think we had six people in it and it was just like yeah <laughs> Because we were like, literally, we've got to have to go home and start doing my old job again. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, kiss their belly. So then we'd six people. And then um, the next time, I think we'd 12, then we'd 16, we'd 32. Um, and now we enroll like hundreds at a time to oh, join into our program. So it's really been amazing. What's your process of like um, launching then, if you like? Did you like, oh, you got a challenge on now, haven't you? Or are you about to do yeah, a challenge? Right. You know what? We've kind of done our thing. So we definitely followed um, uh, Jeff Walker's program product launch formula um then i love the live aspect so i always have my um pro those videos done and, and created um, and i love doing those and then and because we live in different countries and we're not really sure of the internet i'm really like happy to have them recorded and i'm like Ready. no matter what they're uh, they're done and if the email the way if my wi-fi is not good for facebook live it's not the end of the world like the information so that's kind of a um, part of it but we um and then i do facebook lives and answer people's questions and i do lots of extra things as well so i love like teaching about the different parts of the feng shui and you know there's so many misconceptions about feng shui and um, that like the live q a sessions i think are really useful for people because i'm just yeah. like ask me whatever you want like honestly i would prefer you to ask me than try and google something that is going to be incorrect and then you know will i put this frog in this area and i'm like i don't care i don't use frogs in, or <laughs> frogs in my feng shui like it's not like that for me i'm an energy worker for your home like i don't care about the frogs mm. um, and but if you have a frog and you love it that's totally fine i was interviewed a few weeks ago by the late a lady and she was just like my husband we have one of those money frogs and i was like oh yeah if you want it if you love it and she's like well actually we got it in china and then there was a whole story just like we <laughs> talked about having this whole connection 
And yeah. she was like, my husband has this thing with it and he's obsessed and his, it's connected to like the best business contract he ever had and he still has them. And I was like, oh my God, the money frog is super lucky. Like there can just be a lot of misconceptions about what they think a feng shui consultant is going to say and even be like, oh my God, you have to throw everything out. And I'm like, no. Whatever area you're working in, there's no such thing as a quick fix, is there? So you can't just go and buy a frog and go, right, roll in the money. <laughs> you know, you've got to look at it in a little bit more depth, haven't you? Whatever area of life. I think the other part of it is just like, we're working with the energy of a very dense physical thing, like your entire energy of your house. Um, and when you start to work with it, um, there's just many layers and there's so much potential. I think for me, this is also this awareness of just, there's so much potential like in by activating our house and it's not just for us you know when we do it it's also our children that benefit like I just had a client like oh my god share the most beautiful story she she um she joined the program and there was like serious financial issues in her in her life at the time um there was a lot of death there was a lot of just just a lot of financial issues um and when she joined um she actually was like Dad said to her husband, I'm, I'm joining this. And he's like, where are you getting the money from? Like, hello. And she's like, I'm just going to put the first payment on the credit card. I'm trusting this is it. And I was, she was like, okay. He's like, well, okay. So anyways, like a month later, he got a promotion in work. Um, that like was just amazing. This huge promotion, just like, oh my God, amazing. And he came to her and he was just like, here you go. And he gave her the money for the rest of it. Cause he's just like, whatever you've done, I'm sticking with this. I don't know what it is, whatever you've done. Um, so her, the financial stuff all started to shift a lot. He got even another promotion. He got this job that he dreamed of. That's like amazing. So he was the, the kind of channel for the activated, all the channels, good stuff was him. But her son had like um, learning difficulties um, and she was like, I really need to get a tutor. So obviously he, his money came, he is, he is increasing. She had some more money to help this, the son with his teaching, with his school. So she had a tutor for him. And then last week she posted in our group that he's just been put, his story has been published in a little book. And like, we were like, oh my God, she's like, you just all know how much this means. Like, this is like so huge, you know? And his confidence has got so much better and this and this and this. And you're like, like we can, like that's priceless. We just think about a little child's like completely changing his school situation, yeah. his confidence and everything, you know? So you've moved him down a different road in life essentially forever, haven't you? When I saw that, I was like, oh my God, like this is bigger than we can kind of even contemplate at times or even like give it like recognition for, you know, when we're talking about, you know, the, and it, it is oftentimes like the surface things that people will come to me in the beginning. It's just like the money, the love, the career. Um, but then it's all of these other kind of nuanced things. Like a lady posted the other day saying, my husband said, I love you for the first time on, like the first time in 18 months. No, he's having an affair. <laughs> it was just like, she's just like, oh my God, like, this is so good. Like, you know, so there's shifts. How long is your program? So there's seven modules, um, but we support all over the year with it um, because, um, yeah, it's a journey. Like there, you know, it's not like it's set. And when we first started it way back that when we would have like seven weeks of calls and then I still would support in the Facebook group. But now we're, I was just like, no, people are on a different, we're all on different timelines with our implementation. And there'll be people who will literally have everything done in like a week 
once they get their report and then there'll be others that are like I'll have launched three times and then they're like I'm doing it this time I'm like yeah. great yeah. we're here for you you know we're here for you so it's um I think it's a big big part is just like supporting your community as best you can we always ask people um that come on our guests that come on uh, for a book recommendation um of some sort so do you like a personal development book that you could um recommend or business book or something that maybe you turn to again yeah. and again that helps you. So, um, you know what I'm reading right now that is having like a really positive impact on me is, um, what's it called? Rich as fuck. Um, how to make more money than you know, how to make more money than you know what to do with. Oh, okay. Who, who wrote that? Sorry. Amanda Francis. I love all of Denise Duffield Thomas's books. Um, yeah, we do. We had her on the podcast. She's great, isn't she? I met yeah. Denise in the Philippines when I was 19. We've been friends since then. The reason really? I have an online business is because of Denise. She is awesome. And she was as awesome when we met her as she is. You know, like some people, you never meet your heroes and all of that. And actually, it wasn't true. She is great. Isn't she's she? so, yeah. We went to visit them in Australia, like years. When I see my sister, we went to see them in Australia um, years ago. Like, And her business was pretty good. Cool. I had been, I've been in boot camp for like years and years and years. Um, but um, I had... Um, yeah, Ken, I said to Ken, I think I want to do this online thing like Denise. And he was just like, oh. And then we visited them in Australia. He's like, yeah, good idea. <laughs> good idea. <laughs> the other question we, we always ask everyone, because we are the Get Savvy Club, is what makes you savvy? And you can take that any way you like. Um, I think it's like my intuition, my kind of like that kind of like connection with just like following what feels good. You know, like everything I've done. Um, and when I've kind of followed from my head, it did. it's just been like, that was not savvy <laughs> so going from my heart and from my intuition and just like trusting those kind of little gut things um is is uh what makes me savvy thank you that's really interesting I didn't know a lot about it before so it's really interesting well thank you so much for this opportunity and of course if if you are listening or anyone's listening and they're like I have a random question about feng shui please feel free to reach out how do they do that where do they reach you um, yeah, so you can come to me on Instagram at Logan, Pat Logan Patricia at Instagram. I also have a Facebook group called um, The Powerhouse Party. Um, and that is um, where I do my Facebook lives. And I always do like extra bonus trainings and loads of good stuff always happening there. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Awesome. That was really good. And actually, um, I'm not a massively woo-woo person. So I was kind of, uh, when you said, oh, we're going to speak to someone about Feng Shui or Feng Shui or whatever, and I was thinking, oh, I'm not sure about it. But she's won me over because when she was talking about, you know, getting your home in a, a state that kind of makes your heart sing as you go into it rather than your shoulders sag, which is what state mine's in, I can see that. And then that gives you energy to be inspired and do other things. So I can get on board with that completely and utterly. So I thought she was awesome. You know, when you walk into your house and she says, oh, you, your shoe's at the side. And I was like, yeah, that's me. And then she was like, it's fine if you have a container. Well, we have a container, but then the shoes are in it on top of it, around it. I have before been so cross at my children when they were little and we had a shoe cupboard and they used to leave them all over the floor and I sent them up to their room, shouted at them and then thrown a shoe at them as I've going up the stairs going, shoes, go in the shoe cupboard! <laughs> I've just been like, ah! Oh. 
that's one of my things. I can't bear shoes everywhere. Yeah, they're barefoot now. I won't buy them any shoes. Solved that problem easily. But yeah, I thought she was really good, um, really interesting. And so um, I was really surprised, actually, when she named her book. Did not see that coming out of her mouth. So if you would like to win a copy of Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis, then um, yeah, just uh, listen to the episode, screenshot it and put us on social media. Put it, the screenshot on social media and tag Anna or I or both of us on um, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want. And we will um, draw everyone out of a hat, draw one out of a hat um, and send you the book. And also please do... um, subscribe and rate and review us as well and if you're and offend, if you're offended by swearing don't because the book has a swear word in it yeah we're quoting we're not swearing we're just quoting uh, accurately so anyway have an awesome day an awesome week and don't forget to listen out um for the next interview or the next quickie or whatever it is um and see you next time bye, see you later. bye. that was marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club if you enjoyed it join our facebook group just search get savvy club 